right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And fired up, man. We're talking fight tech today. Kevin, we use this so much on the show. Matter of fact, season's about to kick off. Our inaugural show for whatever season this is, I think 22 or so. It's crazy. 22 years. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, it's nuts, man. But uh, we're featuring fight tech uh, in, the, uh, in the kickoff. Yeah, and, and not in a small way, in a big way. I mean... Old body style pickup yep, truck. Yep, man. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, those things are weak from the factory, but they make cool rides. And with all the C10, the earlier ones getting so expensive, man, these are getting super popular. But, you know, when you're pushing around an old 350, makes, you know, a couple 200, maybe nothing. 300, yeah, nothing, nothing horsepower. Uh, <laughs> if you're mad at it. <laughs> swapping in an LS was on the list and uh, topping it off complete. Uh, Phytech fuel injection. So intake manifold fuel rails, fuel delivery, in-tank pump, uh, transmission control, ignition, everything on that bad boy. Yeah, man. And as you guys will see, man, the truck is crazy because it's canary yellow, which I would never paint anything yellow. Uh, I just don't understand <laughs> yellow on muscle cars or Corvettes. However, this truck actually looks pretty good. They did something unbelievable with the inner fender wells. You need to check out the show for that. I don't... I don't um, support that at all. However, you may like it. But the, the truck itself, you know, uh, from, you know, five, ten feet out, you look at it and you go, wow, that thing really turned out clean, sharp. And that thing is going to run, man. A big part of that is due to the Fitech system. We've really clued into Fitech and how simple it is to put fuel injection on your car. Because I truly believe that for a long time was very, very intimidating. However, with modern technology, with the ability to tune in your hand, with your ability ability to change settings, Fitech has really gone aggressive in making it simple, easy, uh, and rolling out one weekend, you know, rolling in on Friday with a carburetor, rolling out on Saturday or Sunday with fuel injection. Well, I mean, just go back a couple of years. I mean, the, you know, the challenge has been, you know, we've had carburetors forever. We know the, all the benefits of fuel injection. But like you said, the complication, right, getting on a laptop, tuning from scratch, all the variables makes it just really challenging for a lot of people. And then the price point, right? You go back a couple of years ago and you're talking three, four grand when you think about, you know, a complete system. It's big money and you're like, well, I don't know, used carburetor, 800 bucks for a new carburetor. You know, right. now we're talking about, you know, throttle body systems for less than a grand. Like literally you can have fuel injection running on your car 
uh, for not much more than it costs a carburetor. And that's kind of a no-brainer for all the benefits that you get from fuel injection. Yeah, no doubt. Heat soaking being a big one that, you know, we deal with out here in Colorado a lot. Altitude's another thing. Michael, mm -hmm. hey, Michael, you probably, you probably deal with that a lot, right, man? People calling you because they're sick and tired and frustrated of the carburetor. Heat soak, you know, that barking, spitting, growling it does. If you drive it for two hours, park it for 45 minutes, come back, and, you know, the intake's heat soaked, carburetor's heat soaked. You probably deal with that a bunch, huh? Yeah, we get it all the time. I mean, one of my my higher elevation guys, that's the the biggest selling point is we have a built-in barometer in all our systems. Yeah. Um, and it just, you know, makes that auto-tuning just that much easier. It truly does. Yeah, I, I still remember way back when in college, we used to race little formula cars. And, you know, we did our first fuel injection systems back then. We, you know, kind of designed our own, used some, uh, you know, simple aftermarket, um, you know, in the early days of of controllers and we we tuned everything in florida and we drove all the way up to detroit and everything was completely <laughs> off you know from the weather the altitude you name it and it was like oh crap you go to do the first run the first race and you're like oh, p -p 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 -p, you know like oh quick get the laptop figure out what's going on and yeah man for this thing to uh adapt itself uh and i think even bigger than that just the learning aspect the fact that you can bolt one on and fire the thing up and just kind of watch it dial in over number of minutes, a couple of drives, yeah. uh, extremely impressive. Yeah, we, we, we definitely, definitely pride ourselves on trying to make it the simplicity side of the user end yeah. as easy as possible. Uh, we give you, you know, pretty much four basic questions and fire it up and drive it. You know, one one manual adjustment on our throttle bodies and our LS set, setups, which is, you know, setting the IEC steps. I'm sure you guys battled that the first time you guys ever did it. but. Um, once you do that, yeah, you hop in and you drive. Amen to that, man. So we, we got to take our first break, but I tell you what, we're going to dive back into it when we come back. You know, we'll do pros and cons. You know, it used to be a decent argument, you know, carburetor versus fuel injection because of the price thing, but now it's, it's stacked big time in fuel injection's favors. And we'll kind of run through that here in just a second the whys, the hows, and how easy Fitech makes it. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B, and we're back after the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Fired up, man. We have our boy Michael on from Fitech. Now, Michael, I, I'm sure you know because you probably get the phone calls saying, hey, man, the guys want to do something with Fitech on the show. Can you send A, B, C, D, E, F, G, uh, and all that stuff. However, you know, it, it, man, it's so cool when we go to the studio, right, and we're getting ready to work on a project. We know we're going to upgrade the fuel injection system with you guys because you truly have a complete really easy to to put on adjust um you know get the the four questions answered sort of scenario and, and get out and let the thing learn on its own uh it really is not as intimidating as it just was uh, several a number of years ago my question is man do you know how many times you guys are alleviating so much hell and headache for the carburetor guys, like that's gonna be <laughs> such a big moment for you guys when, when guys call you going, I'm sick of it, I'm sick of it, I'm sick of the carburetor, I'm sick of the, you know, choking out and heat soak and all the crap that goes with it. Yeah, are you getting are you getting those old timers that finally you know bite in, finally do it, and then kind of go, what? Why did it take so long? You, you do, you do get those guys, and I talk to them every day on the phone. I mean, I still answer the phone and, and make sales daily, and. The crazy part is, is we're still teaching people fuel injection. So we still have, it, when we release this product, uh, Jeremy, the engineer, co-founder, he was like, hey, we're going to have to teach the world fuel injection now. We're making this thing so affordable. 
everybody's going to buy it and we're going to have to teach people fuel injection. And I, I, I didn't really grasp that when he, when he said it until I started getting on the phone and um, I started off in the tech department and taking phone calls there. And oh, then, wow. you know, going from a carburetor guy explaining that CFM isn't as important in fuel injection to getting, you know, these, you don't have to pump the pedal. You just get into the key, explaining all these little, little things that you would think that you would little just nuances. Right? Yeah, that, little, yeah, that, you would think they would just get it, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, it's, it's, it's been fun, but yeah, yeah, we get, I mean, I'm getting 87 year old guys calling me going, you know, now telling me, Hey, I hooked up the white wire to the key. You know, I got, I got powered here. I got this here. So how do I smooth out this spot? And, you know, those phone calls are the best. Well, you know, when you're talking about teaching people fuel injection, literally from what you guys are delivering and what people have to understand about fuel injection, it's like 2% of what goes into learning about fuel injection, right? If you go to any other type of system, especially in the old days, uh, it's like going to an ATM and saying, well, you put your card in and you punch your code and then you tell how much <laughs> money you want. That's pretty much the level of, of you know, fuel injection knowledge that you need uh, with your type of system versus like, well, what's going on behind the screen and how is it communicating and how, is, you know, all this stuff that's just yeah. mind blowing to, you know, to a new user that you guys have made the the interface so simple, right? We do get a lot of like the the really advanced guys that call in. They're like, "Hey, man, I I need more tables. I need more and right. need more and more and more." Well, you know, um, we hide that. We hide that from the everyday user. So there's some menus that you can unhide on the handheld and then get in there, and you can get really deep into our system. We try not to do that to everybody because we want this to be an everyday any average Joe can get in here and run this thing. That's that's the target audience for us. Well, that is a good point, though. I mean, you can because. Obviously, behind the scenes, there's a lot going on. Anybody who knows oh, yeah. the depth of fuel injection. Uh, but you guys have, again, simplified that for, for the user. But you can go in if you're in more of an advanced user. Is that a, a normal uh, thing for for folks to go in there? You know, I'll, I'll spill the beans. You go on a, our display setup in our handheld and uh, scroll down, you'll see a advanced tuning. And you just right toggle over and make it say show and then hit back and it'll go into advanced tuning for you. I mean, I think that's a huge feature. Yeah, man. My, my, my brother showed me a couple tricks on that, bro. It's uh, it's cool. He's he's a big-time tuner. So, yeah, he's he's shown me a few tricks on that. I, I, I got to ask, man, can you walk us through, for people that are listening that may not quite understand, they've heard about Fiatech, they've heard about, you know, switching over fuel injection, how much it, it's easier now. Can, can you walk us through the difference? Say, okay, you get a carburetor off. What really are the steps to getting this thing hooked up? And you guys, listen carefully because it's unbelievably simple. It's much simpler than what you may think. So, all right, guy pulls his carburetor car in. He's sick and tired of it. It's not running right. Float bowl stuck. It's leaking gas. It's just a fire hazard waiting to happen. Pulls it off. Got his Fitech box there. What's step one, two, three, and four? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna go basic. We're just gonna go like a Chevy 350. Okay. Uh, just you know, a motor that's out there all across the world, and and everybody can relate to it. Uh, it's pretty much you're gonna have to upgrade your fuel delivery. We're gonna have to get a high pressure fuel pump in there. And you guys offer those with the kids. We offer bumper to bumper on 90 yep. percent of the hot rods out there. Um, we're gonna hook up a battery positive wire directly to the battery. We're going to hook up a key switch directly to the key switch. It's going to be cranking. When you're cranking, it's going to have 12 volts. And when the key is on, it's going to have 12 volts. Okay. So that's wire number two. We want to power the fuel pump that you just put in. So that's wire number three. And then we need a tack signal. Um, 350 is usually HEI. You can get it from the HEI tack output. Or if you have a, a conventional distributor, you can get it from the negative side of the coil. Turn the key go. and fire it up. Three wires. What? 
Three wire. You kidding me? Turn the wire. Oh wait, fire wait! You up. forgot the four, four bolts on the throttle Pack. body. <laughs> well, he started off that he already bolted that. Okay, on. okay. I'm, so, sorry, I'm sorry. And now we do have a couple external sensors that we want to run. One being a coolant temp sensor. We supply that for you. And then the other one is an oxygen sensor. Um, that's where we get our self-learning from. And we're going to want you to put that a couple inches behind the collector on either bank, whichever one's easier for you to get to. Um, and then directions, it gives you the right angle and everything you're supposed to do. But uh, we supply you with the bung that you can clamp on or weld in. I prefer to weld them in. Um, we try to give you everything we possibly can in the kit for you to get going. Yeah, and they truly do, you guys. You could pull your car in, have this kit, open it up, throw these things on, and literally drive out with fuel injection. It's it's insane. So so they get the system. With that system is a handheld tuner, right? Walk us through how they get that thing lit off. Yeah, so once you get your you know initial wiring done on the vehicle, there's a handheld cable and a handheld. You plug the two together to the throttle body, um, and it's going to light up. It's going to say Fitech fuel injection, and... The first screen that comes up, it's going to give you some options. Number one's dashboard. Number two is vehicle setup. Click on vehicle setup. It's going to ask you some basic questions. Um, cubic inches. What do you got? So you type in 350. We're working on 350. Ask you cam selection. Now, this is where everybody goes, oh, man, I don't, I'm not sure on my cam. I don't know what's going on here. We narrowed it down to one through yeah, four. <laughs> one through four, <laughs> yeah. mild to wild. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, you, do you have the three quarter cam? Is that the option? It's yeah, right. Three. You only get that in high school, yeah. Bert. You only get that in high school. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, the Fitech can tune down to just about any over the counter cam. Um, the custom cams that you see come off. We do ask some information on that, but if your motor can make down to, I say it's, it's down to at least four inches of vacuum, motor made vacuum, four inches, we can tune for that. Wow. Nice. Wow. And and when you say it tunes, um, can you explain a little bit what's going on? Obviously, it's reading the O2 and how much fuel is burned, unburned, and whether or not you need fuel. Um, but that occurs in a certain window, a temperature, yeah. a, a thing like that. So so walk us through maybe anything else you may need to get the thing up and running and rolling, or is that it? Sign off, cross the T, dot the I, get the car and roll. Well, there's there's initial setup. There's one manual adjustment um, after you do get it fired up, and that's uh, ca called setting IAC. IAC steps is what we call it. Um, that gives the idle air control motor a home. Pretty much you're teaching to the home of the motor. Um, that's the best way I could explain it. Um, then from there, the Fitech's able to control your idle. So if the idle air control motor doesn't know a base setting or where it's at, um, it would never be able to hit that target 800 idle or 750 or whatever you set it at. So it would always be guessing. Um, that's your one manual adjustment. And it's a Phillips head screwdriver. And there's a selection. We made it easy enough in our handheld. You just say, hey, I'm setting the IAC steps now. You turn that on. You go out front with your handheld, turn the screwdriver, dial it in between the range that we told you to dial it in between, which is 3 and 10. It never changes. It's always between 3 and 10, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Cross the board. <laughs> Pretty impressive. It's that simple, man. Yeah. It's crazy. You you would have never guessed that 10, 10, 15 years ago, man. Think about how difficult it was to get, you know, those those old school systems, whether it was, you know, um, uh, I think Holly X or something. A lot of people were trying to have nightmares with it. Um, I, I'm dealing with a Howell system right now. Oh. I got a guy switching over, making him a system right now um, on a big 671 blower, you know, and uh, we're going to go in there with one of our basic kits and make it run for him. Yeah, man cleaning up people's nightmares you guys truly made it simple and easy and um gave everybody an easy means to get fuel injection which is awesome that's by far the best gotta make you guys proud down there 
Yeah, yeah, we're we're stoked. I mean, you got a bunch of guys that are in, in building that are all car car enthusiasts, right? We're all hot rodders. Yeah. We all have way too many projects, um, and we never get to work on ours because we're working on other people's. But hey, that's life. Um, but I do want to say one thing about fuel injection, and I and I want I want to make this clear because you know we we sell a lot of them, and I want people to know what they're getting into when they buy fuel injection. Not only all the pros are there, but fuel injection will expose weaknesses in your vehicle. So vacuum leaks, exhaust leaks, um, stuff like that, that carburetors can cover up, we're going to expose it. Yeah, but is that really a bad thing? You know, like, should you be running around with a bunch of exhaust leaks and vacuum leaks and, nope. you know, basically a really cruddy running motor, you know, or should you just, yeah, nope. you know, tighten up a few things, get it right, and then put the fuel injection on it and go rip, you know? Yep. To me, and then once you, once you fix those things, it's the best experience you're going to ever have. I mean, it's phenomenal. It's the throttle response, the the fuel economy that you gain back, um, the whole the whole experience through the whole pedal versus just trying to hit that one sweet spot with a carb. So you're saying, you're right, saying right. if there's some folks out there that are a little fragile, a little afraid to look internally at their, their selves, their vehicle, and it's not <laughs> quite, you know, <laughs> adequate that they should maybe consider, uh, whether this is for them. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, you know, what really blew me away uh, a few years ago when you guys kind of hit the radar for me, uh, your price point was, completely blowing everybody out of the water right so we already talked about you know just the ease of it how did you guys you know you i'm sure you scan the market way ahead of time I and mean, people have been working at this game for 20 years or more um you know what was it and what was your strategy that says hey somehow with all these smart players out there multiple multiple systems and companies we're just going to come in and undercut everybody how did that even you know, how do they even formulate? Like, did you not gut check at someone? Go, wait a minute, guys. Maybe we're not really realistic here. You know, what are we missing? It, you know, um, I got to give credit to the founding fathers, right, of our company. I mean, uh, uh, Jeremy and uh, Ken Ken Farrell is no longer part of our company, but he he was a founder, and that guy had a vision that said, "I'm going to make EFI for under a thousand dollars." He said, "I'm going to do it. We're going to make it happen." And you know few years in, we developed it, came came out. There it was under $1,000. We didn't go to market with it. We tried to sell it to some bigger fuel injection companies. They didn't believe us. So then we decided, oh, you know what? We're going to business for ourselves. And now they're competing with us. Shockwaves. <laughs> like yeah. shockwaves in the industry. Like, oh, yeah. I know everybody just, you know, doing the neck jerk, like, what? No yep. way. Can't believe it. And there you have the price tag and the websites and everything. Like, um, yeah, I think everybody was taken off guard. We still have our original systems under a thousand dollars. Hey, Mike, you know what's funny? I used to have used to have a guy there, Jason, that worked there um mm -hmm. at Fitech. I used to have him on my radio show all the time. Uh, on Saturdays, my garage show all the time. And people, every time he would come on, people would call up and be like, BS, there's no way you're doing fuel injection for that cheap. And he would be like, watch, go to this website, look at it, see what we're doing, blah, blah, blah. So it was always it was always stunning to watch people's reaction because like you said, a lot of people couldn't quite grasp because the price point on other similar you know, com components and setups were so much more. It was like, nah, that, that can't be for real. They've messed up. They've messed up. The skew's got to be wrong. So it was, it was always really fun to, 
to you know have him on talk a little shop and, and watch people's reaction because it, it was dramatically different at the time now having that price point has caused competitors to try to be more like you guys but as far as having everything in the system complete being able to roll in on a friday roll out on a saturday i don't think anybody has done it better than you guys man yeah i appreciate that and uh i i kind of mentioned this and in, in you guys' q a that i wanted to touch on and you know, we're so proud of what we've been doing and, and the development that we're doing. We're doing a three-year warranty bumper to bumper on our product. Um, wow. Yeah. And, and wow. Nobody does that. You know, amongst that, yeah, I was going to say amongst the industry, I mean, I know there are challenges, right? Yep. And I know lots of people trying all kinds of different systems and they got to send them back and whatever. Like to have that kind of peace of mind, you know, three-year warranty, like, okay, I'm covered. This is good. What's funny is we were doing it anyways. <laughs> to be honest with you guys, we we're doing it anyway. So our system said one year warranty. Um, and I'm going to say the only time I ever enforced that one year warranty was when I had an a-hole, like really out of control person. I was like, you know what? You're past your one year warranty. So yeah, yeah <laughs> I remember other than that, we take care of you. <laughs> I remember you guys had a couple of problems with pumps. We got pumps and, and surge tanks and they were, the nipple was broke out because it was plastic. Yep. And I think it was Ernie or somebody I talked to there one day. And, and anyway, he was like, man, we had a bad shipment of them. I'll get one right out to you. It was like that, boom, done, uh, repaired. So you guys, and, and that was, again, longer than, than I believe a year. So you guys absolutely do that. Um, take care of your people. Want them to be out loving their cars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because it, it's such a dynamic change for them uh, to be able to drive it like th they can with fuel injection. Yeah, I, I don't want those phone calls. I can't enjoy my car. I want you driving into <laughs> yeah. my booth at a good guy show and letting me fine tune it, which we allow yeah. you to do. I mean, that's we every show we're at. Come see us. I, I know. I was very curious. I, you know, the first system we got our hands on, I wanted to pick it apart and look at the components and see what's in it. And I mean, it's got all the industry standard injectors and sensors and all the key components are the same type, same brand, same everything. Uh, so, and it's not like a bunch of flimsy plastic stuff. Like it's legit. Like I, I still don't know how you do it. <laughs> yeah. We work, we work hard to make it to, if, if you had a sensor fail on you, that you can go down to AutoZone and buy that same sensor. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's and that's we did that on purpose. We didn't do it because it's an easy sensor. We did it because it's a easy access to that sensor. Yep. Right. That's huge. So, hang on, man. I gotta tell, talk about some of these kits that you guys are doing because we talked about a 350, pretty cool. But now you guys have really you made it easy for the LS guys. And now, man, I don't know about you, bro, but where I'm at, it's LS swap the world. Everybody's, people are waking up with LSs in their closets, pantries, bedrooms, bathrooms. I'm like, look, it's another LS. Uh, they're just popping in everywhere. So we got to talk about that, what you guys have made easy with those. We got a quick break. It's the Two Guys Garage podcast. Kevin Bird, Willie B, Michael Wall from Tech. We're back after the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And we have our man, Mike Alone from Fitech talking fuel injection. You guys, I, I want to I tell you, man, as intimidating as, as fuel injection has seemed, has felt, even, you know, the headaches um, from the early systems that you probably hear nightmares of, nowadays you really should check out how simplistic especially these guys at Fitech have, have made it. And I'm talking not just for your O350, we're gonna have a conversation now about LSs. Everybody wants to, you know, to swap an LS into their, you know, their Chevelle, their pickup truck. You know, we just did that in the OBS in the first show. Who do we go with? We went with Fitech because they've got it down. Complete systems, complete kits. So Michael, what, 
what was the the calling that made you guys go okay since we're killing it with fuel injection you know you have different setups for different applications how about we make an easy to to throw on ls entirety like like everything you need um from the intake to fuel injection everything in between like to make it a quick and easy conversion for so many people out there well i mean first you got to really think the gm for making that ls base so bulletproof no and easy to work with i mean they did they did everything possible to make an easy repairable motor <laughs> and yeah. fit in everything right uh, yeah <laughs> they did all the way to the coils to the yanking out a cam throwing in a new cam upgrading that i mean man that that is probably the easiest motor to ever have to work on um Jeez. but and with that being said we saw how much how, how many vehicles were getting that particular block put into it and then looking how how accessible that was as a pullout when we developed our LS kit, knowing that it was going to LS the world, like you said earlier. Yeah, um, man. Yeah. And there were a lot of people initially that were doing the, the LS swap, but they would put an intake on it and a carburetor on it. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. you know, I've ridden in some really fast cars, LS swap with intakes and cars, but at the same time, you can't beat fuel injection, you guys. Everybody's knows of the headaches. So you guys really went out making something simplistic, easy, and it covers the basis for all the LS. Yeah, our our entry level, I mean, just our wire harness um, alone, you can buy by itself and use it with the factory manifold that you get out of that yank out. And um, we can cover with trans control for any four series transmission on our base setup for a thousand bucks, you know, and that's a complete LS ECU, handheld tuner, wiring harness, everything you need to get it going. And that's huge, uh, right? Because there's some of us, you know, Willie and I, we love three pedals. And there's a huge number of people like automatics. And mm-hmm. to be able to have that uh, trans control and to make it that simple, it's all kind of in one essential box. Uh, it all talks to each other. That That's too easy. Yep. And if you like three pedals, it saves you some money, too. So Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, at least there. I'm sure we can spend some money elsewhere. Hey, amen, man. <laughs> you know? uh, when you look at it at you know how to do it obviously you guys have made a lot of setups that you know work in different applications we do a thing at my radio station where we build vehicles and we give them the listeners they have a chance to win it a couple years ago i i built a a jeep on an old 81 dodge frame fire rescue truck you know and and i went with your surge tank system because for me that was the easiest uh to to get done and to happen so i i feel like a lot of people may not understand or grasp how and uh, just easy of application you guys can can help them with so can people call up and go hey man i don't know about doing a drop-in thing on my fuel tank i'm not comfortable you know putting a unit in there what's another option for me you guys walk them through those processes as well yeah we do i have a great team um my guys that answer the phone they're very well educated in in almost all vehicles and they understand they'll ask you key questions are you doing things off camber are you going off road with this vehicle when they hear jeep first thing are you going off camber yeah and if you're going off camber all right we're going to get you into a surge tank for that reason so you have no tank slosh issues you have no fuel starvation or anything like that um exactly why i wanted that system you know yep yeah and and, and they work yeah they work great they work great so explain what a surge tank is in case people don't know maybe you got you know an off-road rig you got no carburetor on everybody knows the nightmares of that um, but walk us through what that system entails for people that are into off-roading. So the one thing it is, is the off-roader guys, I got something for them too. And we got some new product for them that that's coming out. But um, a search tank pretty much piggybacks off of your existing fuel delivery. 
So if you have a mechanical pump or low or any kind of pump, actually uh, already feeding your system, what you do is you're going to end up feeding the surge tank. The surge tank has a submerged uh, fuel pump anywhere from a 255 up to dual 340s. Um, we can cover 600 horsepower all the way up to 1600 horsepower with one of our surge tanks. Uh-huh. And inside there, it keeps the pump submerged. Um, no matter what angle you're at, it always has fuel in it and it's going to supply the EFI unit for you. Yeah, yeah so your main your main pump, your main pickup might be exposed, right? But you've already filled the surge tank, yep. right? And that is the key. So that little basically mini tank, like you said, has a submerged pump in it. So it's got a, a certain runtime that you could be sideways, upside down, almost whatever. Like it's got a certain runtime to it that, you know, it, it'll get you through whatever hard cornering or, you know, ramping up something sideways or whatever. Massive angles coming off and on rocks. Yeah, man, big massive you know i'm you're pointing straight up in the air baby you you definitely are thankful that surge tank is there to get up and over boulders rocks climbs and so forth uh we use a lot in that but you said you had something new for the for the four-wheel so, guys yeah we have a, a a force fuel dual dual pump one um all my guys that are doing like the pre-runners or the you know the the runs out in the desert and stuff they've been buying this setup and the reason why is they they run it with a redundancy setup so they only run one of the fuel pumps and they go out in the desert, they go do the Baja, whatever, and they always have a backup fuel pump already built into the system. And they just, if they lose a fuel pump, they just hit a switch and go to the, the secondary one. Nice. That's kind of cool. All right. Yeah. It's a lifesaver, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And they see a lot of road race guys pick up these search tanks. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot more road race guys. Um, I've been seeing guys, these, these guys with the souped up Porsches now, grabbing them and putting them up underneath their trunk lid. So when they hit boost, they have the extra pump kicking on to support their boost. Wow. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yes. I, I wouldn't do that myself, but <laughs> have fun. Yeah, nice. man. But but you're building stuff to, you know, people like us, people like to go fast. People like to, to get a little extra performance out of their, their rigs, man. Uh, they're finding ways to do it. You guys are complimenting all of it, which, you know, for you guys, you know, on your end – you're up against so many big companies, big brothers, man. It's it's great to see this little guy out there just whooping everybody's ass, like you know, in the ring, like bring it, bitch. <laughs> um, like, cause there's there's companies with big names that buy everybody and just steal their their product line, slap their name on it. You guys have been you know fighting from from the dirt and ground up, and it's it's been really cool to watch and see. We're still under thirty employees. That's what? Wow. Yeah, we're still under Shut 30 up. employees. I and almost hit, be kidding I me. almost hit 30 this last month, but I, they, no they said, no, you can do without it. So as he says that, wow. get on their website and look at the number of different products and SKUs. Because like, it's not just a fuel injection system on the motor, the controls, the harnesses, all the fuel delivery. I mean, it's crazy. And, you know, you, you talked about 1,600 uh, capable fuel. Uh, you know, for all the guys out there like, well, I got a big motor. I need... I need something bigger, more power. What kind of range uh, can you guys cover? Because you've got dual throttle body setups. you got everything. We're on Volkswagen Bugs all the way up to 1,400 horsepower vehicles right now. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah. th that range covers pretty a lot of part numbers. Um, yep. and, yeah, you, you got to be real serious to get above the 1,400 On number. April 1st, April Fool's Day, we're dropping 500 new part numbers. What? Whoa. Yeah, figured April first was a good one to do it because no one's going to believe that we can do that. And you wow. got less than thirty people in your shop, <laughs> dude. Y'all killing it, man. Uh, All right, say. can you can you give us any sneak peeks? Like, um, what is new and hot that's coming out? So we got a it's called a 
dual sync setup that's coming out 24 dual sync so this is a uh, small block big block chevy distributor replacement so you can run coils so then oh, so then okay. what we do right. is i got a couple big block chevys what's up then we yeah. then we run an ls platform computer on it so now you got this more what? robust computer on there we got uh coils running each cylinder for the spark um and then you got a nice little block off black cap that says Fitech in the back and that's just our cam pickup the dual sync and yeah port injection Badass little setup. I have it on my orange truck right now. And I'll tell you what, I was ear to ear. Wow. I picked it back up today from a post tunable, tunable spark, too? What's that? Full tunable Full spark? Tunable. Wow. So you're, you're, you're using the distributor, you know, drive and everything in the yep, rear? We're using the drive just to pick up a, a signal. You yep. know, and what did you say? You put, you put it on your truck and what happened? Uh, well, I'm ear to ear smiles the, the last two <laughs> times I've, I've driven it. I'll tell you, <laughs> the yeah. thing is snappy, man. <laughs> Wow. Damn. All right. I got a couple of Dart 572 big blocks in, in old school cars with, you know, the old school big, you know, Holly HP 1050 on it or something like that. Uh, yep. Another car dominated. So I'm, I'm ready to pull that garbage off, man. Well, we uh, got that I, Nemesis. The Nemesis is close to coming out. When you guys see this Nemesis, and we named that for a reason, um, Nemesis is a 4,500 platform, uh, 16 injector throttle body with interchangeable venturi so you can get different spray patterns wait 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 wait. 16 injector throttle yeah. body yep up to 16 <laughs> <laughs> injectors um it has dual dual throttle position sensors in there um it has dual idle air control motors for you so it can take those big radical cars and then it can make it streetable for you too no so this thing is just gonna be no nuts. way yeah wow so when does that come out when is that available um, so it's on our drag car right now. So we've been doing R and D on it. Um, there's a couple more things we want to tweak on it that we want to, we want to slam dunk this one. I don't want to send it out there half fast. We want to slam it, send it out there and you just, uh, just blow these guys away. Um, I'm hoping may that I have my, my orders that are, I have people that already pre-ordered this sucker. I hope to have product in their hands in May. Wow. Wow. Dude, big moves at Fitech, man. How happy no are doubt. you guys? No yeah. doubt. Yeah. You know, we're on a run here, Willie. We're, we're really pulling out some scoops. So <laughs> anything else that you can leak out before? Um, like, because everybody's going to wait for April, but anybody on this podcast can be like, uh-uh. So, so cur well, currently, a lot of people don't know is um, we reamped our current throttle body ECU. So the current throttle body ECU, um, we took the drivers off the board and moved them, the relays off the board and put them in a relay box to the side. Now, what that just did is gave the longevity of our throttle body system. Um, oh, it's pretty much endless life now, right? Other than maintenance. Uh, you might have an injector you have to change down the road. You might have, you know, a sensor that goes bad. But now you don't have a main board relay. Wow. Yeah. Right? So now you can just service a relay off board. And we were able to put more robust figure one in there. Nice. So is that going to be standard across the board then coming it's standard. It's already it's already in play. Right, right on. It's already in play. We just just did it as a rolling change. Wow, very cool, very cool. All right, so before we run out of time, man, how do people find out more? Give us the social sites. Give us the website. Give us where everybody needs to check out the latest product you guys are busting out at Fitech. So our Instagram's always happening, and that's just Fitech underscore EFI. Uh, that's huge. That's where you see all the newest stuff. And our Facebook is the same, Fitech uh, underscore EFI. Um, our website is fitechefi.com. Uh, we do have a newsletter you can sign up on there that's been given all the scoop and all the places that we're at. Again, we will tune your vehicle. If you have a Fitech and we're at a show and you say, hey, I don't like something, we'll go out there and do it. 
awesome. Um, if we're at a booth, you could pull your car right up in our booth and we'll figure out what's going on. That's pretty sick, man. You mean one of yeah. the 30 people that work for you will be at that booth to, to dial in. That's customer service, y'all. You don't get that. <laughs> no doubt. <no. laughs> you don't get that nowhere else. I don't see anybody else out there doing that. No, man. Uh, all right. Well, hit up the sites. Check them out. If you guys need fuel injection, just trust us. We use them all the time on show, in personal uh, cars, lice, and builds. Uh, these guys are awesome. They just truly are great at making a product you can be proud of put on know that it's thorough know you're going to get all the tunability and performance you're wanting out of it and bang for buck you just can hands down can't beat it um so check it out fightech um you said the website was what fightechefi.com there you go fightechefi.com make sure you check it out and make sure you check out our tv show air the weekends on the motor trend network check your local listings it's also available on motor trend plus which is their streaming format easy way to get us there thanks to our guest michael from fightech he's kevin bird i am will be a producer scoop and executive producer bob ecker yeah, don't forget to check out our website too, twoguysgarage.com, and share your thoughts with us. We're everywhere on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. The Two Guys Garage podcast, it's copyright 2023, Brenton Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. Hey, Michael, one, one side note question for you. Um, atomization with, with nitrous. I got a couple cars, nitrous. I'm thinking about putting y'all's, y'all's Fitech system on. Any change in, in that? Do I need to, to hit up and do a bunch of tuning on it? It's not insane. Um, we can set up a table to where when nitrous goes on, the system knows and it'll go to that 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 table that you want, the AFR okay. targets that you want. Um, it's pretty easy to set up. Um, okay, we can get. I'm gonna Germany. call you on that, man. I'm gonna call you on that when I yeah. move uh, yeah. move my charger over to. We'll, to, we'll uh, make fight we'll time. make Jeremy get involved. Okay, <laughs> we'll get awesome, the we'll get the engineer on it. All right, Willie, I, I got one question <laughs> for you. So. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I grew up on carburetors. They're 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 cool and nostalgic in their own way. But would you ever buy another carburetor in this day and age? So I would have to say yes and no. And the reason I say yes and no is we're in the middle of developing an e-carb. So it's just oh, a what? really <laughs> it's a really dumbed down version of a fuel injection setup, but very basic, like one wire setup system to get this last 15% of market that refuses to get rid of a carburetor. So we're going to go after that market too. So there'll be no <laughs> so, excuse after that. How about no you, Willie? Really? Really? Yeah, yeah, like, like, hey, I'm sitting here going, man, a carburetor is still decent for what it does, man. It still gets righteous performance out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but buying one. Yeah. Would you, could you look at the price tag and you're like, if I'm going to pay 800 bucks, would I just, you got an yes. $800 EFI system. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah there's when no you go way, apples yeah. to apples. And, and I will tell you what, your, your top peak horsepower is always, as of now, going to be better with a carburetor. So if you're if you're you're going straight down, straight line, and you're hitting that one target for horsepower, carburetor is going to get you there, right? Um, yeah. I'll probably get you off the line faster. I'll probably get you down the track, but I'm not going to match that same horsepower. But drivability, street ability. Yeah, just, we're talking not by much. I like you know, for all the other things. I like you know? my cars yeah, to start. You, That's what. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, dude. You know what I mean? I got some nasty old Mopars. A couple of them still have carburetors on it, and I'll go drive them through town and in town on cruises. And I know if I've only been sitting for an hour, I'm gonna go back out. And that thing's gonna spit, bark. It's gonna cough and sputter for about for about forty seconds, man. While I get cool gas to it. 
So yeah, man, I, f I feel that pain. I understand. That's why I love you guys. That's why you guys have changed the game. That's why we so deeply appreciate what you all are doing over there. Man, keep up the great work, and we'll catch you on the next Two Guys podcast, bro. Two Guys Garage podcast is produced by Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.